What's going on, fans? My name's Josh. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host and the only man who puts a twinkle in my eye, Matlas. <laughs> What's going on, guys? <laughs> this week we're gonna take uh, we're gonna talk about the Morbius trailer, and we're gonna give you all of the other news that's happened in the past couple weeks. And this is the North Force Podcast. <laughs> So Matt, bring us into the show with the other news. Other news, always fun. Um, so we're going with something that just is a little bit more pop culture-y, but um, you know, you've seen all the buzz, I assume, that uh, the beloved Mr. Peanut is dead? No, I didn't. What's it? Oh, yes. Mr. Peanut is dead. Like the peanuts? Like the, the you're talking about like... The, the mascot for Planters Peanuts? Yeah. Yes. 104 years. Like, so the guy that voiced Tom? No. The character itself is dead. So they've just got rid of the character? Well, supposedly. Um, I didn't. I don't think it's out yet, but there's, there, it's coming. Where um, he... Something... They're driving in a car, Mr. Peanut, and of all people, Wesley Snipes, and another guy... Okay. <laughs> Super <laughs> random. Yes. As if this story wasn't out of left field enough. Exactly. <laughs> Let's add a dash of Wesley Snipes in there. <laughs> to make it more relevant. Exactly, yes. So, um, an accident ensues that causes the death of Mr. Peanut. And um, it's just funny because, like, on Twitter, like, other um, characters are, like, responding back because, of course... A, from a corporate perspective, they don't want to miss out on this. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got Oscar Mayer coming in talking about how, you know, they remember passing each other on the highways and the Wiener Mobile and the Peanut Mobile because mm. they have a Peanut Mobile like the yeah, like, like the, the Oscar Mayer yeah, yeah Wiener Mobile, the Wiener Mobile, and then um, I don't know, like everyone said something like a Pop Tart guy said something. I mean, yeah. it was just funny stuff. Kool Aid Man said, "Oh no, yo no." <laughs> So, anyways, yeah, he dies. But then I think in the Super Bowl in the third quarter, they're gonna have a commercial with his funeral. So nice. Yeah. So, um, anyways, um, yeah, um, long time. I mean, um, I have a I have a feeling that I don't think Mr. Peanut's probably really dead. Yeah. But you know, um, anyways, it's kind of funny. So it just was interesting <laughs> to see the the tweet responses that went back out to um, to for that. So it was funny. So. Anywho, um, the other thing which I thought you would be pretty happy about, which I'm sure you probably are aware, but Bill Murray is definitely returning yeah. as uh, Peter Vinkman in the new Ghostbusters. In some capacity. Well, he's coming back as Peter, though. I mean, yeah, yeah, said, but yeah, I mean, back. like with, within, like, we don't know how much, uh, like, actual time within the film he's going to have or anything like that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, he's, he's came out publicly now and has yeah. been talking about his involvement within the new movie. So yeah. I think that's that's great. I mean, yeah. I think it's it's definitely going to give a, some some cred to the movie as well. Not that it needs much, but I mean, I think it looks like a pretty decent movie already. The only person that we've um, we haven't heard anything back from uh, affirming that they're in is the guy from uh, Honey I Shrunk the Kids, the Gatekeeper, Rick Moranis. The yeah, Rick Moranis had a name. Um, yeah, you did. Um, but he's he, he's kind he's of, left Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, he kind of is off the reservation. He's like kind of no. His wife passed, um, oh, so okay. he he quit Hollywood because 
his wife passed. He wanted to spend more time with his kids. Um, it's a really sad story. And so, like, that's kind of why he just kind of disappeared. Yeah. Um, and he's, uh, he said he, he'd be willing to come back. Because, I mean, yeah. he's been out for, like, 15 years. His kids are grown and stuff. Yeah. But he'd be willing to come back. But it has to be the right, the right movie. He hasn't confirmed yes or no whether he's going to be in this one. But he has, like, when asked about it, he says, like, the, the non-answer that he gave is, I'm willing to come back at some point. Yeah. Um, be well, he movie. needs to come back and, and do a, a, another Bob and Doug McKenzie movie. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Do you know those guys? Um, Great White North guys? Yeah. <laughs> That's probably one of the very first things he, he ever did. It was from SCTV. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, I... Um, yeah, that I, I knew he dropped off. I wasn't sure what the reason was, but I guess you know he got that honey shrunk the kid money, so Well I mean, he was in a lot of oh, stuff for of stuff. yeah, he was yeah. in a ton of stuff yeah. for his, he, his Oh he was. He was in um, a lot of eighty. Somewhat movies. short career. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's definitely he's a decent actor for sure. I always yeah. found him I found him entertaining, so a little but, typecasted, but Oh yeah, yeah, always, yeah. For sure on that. Um I like I hope he does. I mean that that would be nice to be able to have the entire yeah, gang, yeah. Everybody that's able to be mm-hmm. back, you know. Exactly, yeah. The ones that they could get back, sure. So yeah. So, anyways, good news on that front. So not again, not as you said, not we don't know any how big of a role or, or how it's gonna play. Yeah, we don't know if it's like gonna be a cameo or if it's gonna yeah. be like a. I hope it's a little bit more than a cameo. Yeah, we so. we have heard back um, on one of the Kevin Smith's podcasts on one of the many that he's done. He had the kid one of the kids on there, um, the, the one from Stranger Things, mm-hmm. um, on the podcast. Um, and he was talking about, he was promoting another movie, but he was talking about, um, obviously Kevin Smith's not going to pass up the, the time like to talk about Ghostbusters on there. Yeah. So he's talking about the Ghostbusters movie. And um, the kid, I, I, uh, par for the course, I don't remember the name, but um, the kid from Ghostbusters, the older kid, um, said that we haven't seen any of the movie yet like the from what we saw in the trailers has very little we we've seen very little as far as what the movie actually has to offer Mm -hmm. so you know the same way that they're marketing the you know like avengers movies and stuff like that marvel movies um we 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 haven't really gotten into the plot of the movie we haven't gotten into um any anything beyond i would say probably the first 20 or 30 minutes of the movie yeah yeah um all right so moving on from ghostbusters that one thing i just wanted to throw out there too i saw an interview with colin farrell on um it was on i think it was on kimmel yeah and he was there promoting that other movie and i completely just the one with matthew mcconaughey that just came out last week the one about the 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 kind of the the guy that we talked about it before I, i wish i remember the name but um, the one where he's the marijuana dealer in London and wants to get out of the business. Yeah, like yeah, one. okay. Look, that movie does look really good. Yeah. But so he was on to talk about that, and um, but then of course he brought up uh, his role as Penguin. Nice. And Batman, and he's read the script obviously. Obviously. Didn't say anything, of course, really about it. But he did say that the the script is, in his opinion. Um, was really good it was dark it was definitely he said it was a really good quality well-written script good so you know i think we might get a little bit of a deeper batman you know which is good yeah I, that's I, good i like that idea so hopefully that that does come to, I'm, I'm actually i'm positively looking 
mm-hmm. towards this Batman. Um, the more that they release about it, and the more that people talk about it, the the better it looks to me. Yeah. As far as you know, it looks like it's going to be a high quality film. That's going to be a Batman film. Like it's going to be a good mystery drama, like suspenseful mm-hmm. drama film. Right. With with Batman in it. Or like in that it's a suspenseful action film, maybe mm-hmm. with that Batman in it. Yeah. So no, I think it's good. And uh, you know, I, like I said, he's always kind of a guy I could take or leave. But I actually kind of I don't know. It's, the more I think about it, and I think about some of the stuff I've seen him in, I, I actually do like the guy. I mean, I yeah, do, it was I the one like where he he played um, uh, the outlaw Jesse James. Have you seen that one? American Outlaws or something like that, where. It was the James Young gang, like at the very beginning, like post Confederate or post um, Civil War. No, where they were. no, yeah, that one's really, really good. Like, it was one of his earlier works. Um, like, and you could understand what he 90s. was saying too. No, yeah, he's he, he, he <laughs> yeah, spoke no. in a southern accent, like yeah, a, actually no. pretty he's good a very southern talented accent. Actor. Yeah. He's talented. Yeah, so he, um, yeah, he he, uh, it was it was very very good. So, anyways, I thought that was cool to hear, anyways, and I, and I, and I really, I can't wait to see what, how he turns himself into the penguin, though. That's going to be really interesting yeah. to see. So, yeah, and to let you guys that listening at home, following along at home, know we are on Batman Watch, so yeah. we are waiting for the Batman suit to drop. Yeah. And uh, we'll be the yeah. first people. We'll we'll definitely um, report on that as soon as soon as that happens. Yeah. When that happens. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we have a sense of what we think it's going to be like, and like we were talking about, it's going to have the, it's yeah. going to be a, a stitch like a homemade yeah, like type of more, like thrown yeah. together type of Batman suit. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, reflecting like darker tones of yeah, tones not, of blue it's not and be the, gray. The ballistic armor we've been yeah, seeing. No, yeah, no, no, yeah. So like, which I said, makes sense because yeah. like I mean, it's earlier Batman. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't expect the earlier version of the Batman suit. Like typically, like when the Batman suit's been upgraded, it's because something's happened. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's out of necessity. It's not out of like foreplan or foreshadowing. True, true, yeah. And um, but no, so we'll see. Like I said, it's going to look like the one that was in um, Noel, and also the one that was in the other the sixty six. No, 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 not sixty six. That's the gray. Yeah. Light. That's the that's the light gray, light gray blue campy with, blue with yellow belt. Yellow, purple no, mask, it was in the um, the uh, comic I just read. Um, oh, the new one. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, not deceased. It's the other one. Um, and I would I should talk about that too because that was really interesting. Did you see that they've they're releasing another um, Batman who laughs. Oh no. Yeah, oh no! This one's called ba- or Damned Batman Damned. Yeah, that one. So I just got done reading that one. Very interesting. It's it's a, again the black label DC thing, and Constantine's in it, and he's kind of a narrator in this whole thing. It's pretty. It's it's really dark. It's gritty, and I'll be honest with you, the first half of the the book, it, it was just kind of like, what the hell is going on? You know. Yeah. Supposedly Batman's killed the Joker and stuff. I'm not going to ruin anything to read it, but um, what? But that, yeah, but that suit is the same guy that drew, drew that drew Noel drew this. So it's the same suit. Timely, obviously. Now, if they're going to go off of it, that's a book that just came out too. Mm-hmm. So brings it a little bit more 
people can maybe resonate with it more in a newer book. But um, it was an interesting and it really pulls together at the end. So if you start reading it, don't stop. Um, because underneath the entire thing is just like a kind of like a almost like a poem narration type of thing that uh, Constantine does in it. And, you know, I love Constantine too. And the dialogue yeah. between him and Batman is pretty strong in it. And there's not a ton, to be honest with you, it's a much more visual book than it is content book. Yeah. You know, the content's there, but the visuals are so strong. I mean, it's, it's, it's telling it, the visuals are really telling the story a lot. So yeah. I thought it was, I, I really thought as one of the first books to come out under that label, that it was something that, you know, DC trying to trying something different, trying something new. It is definitely a departure from your traditional superhero story and storytelling and way of telling. And the artwork was just fantastic. And um, so, anyways, it's worth a read. I didn't want to throw that out there as well. So I yeah. remembered that. So it was really good. So, speaking of Constantine, did you? We've, we've talked about before about the um, the J.J. Abrams Dark Robot. Yeah, yeah. Um, deal Dark, with Dark with, Justice League with um, Warner. Yeah, that's back. That's, yeah, that's, damn. yeah. So I mean, the 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 scoop is um, that um, Bad Robot J.J. Abrams Production Company is going to be um, working with. Time Warner or Warner um, Company Productions to um, create a combination of TV series like TV or streaming series and films mm-hmm. to lead up to the Dark Ju- or Dark Justice League. Yeah. So Constantine, um, Santana, you know, Santana, yeah, you know all those mm-hmm. those particular characters. So. I'm yeah. really excited to see what he does with Constantine. I think Constantine is a really good character I love that him. you can do. I, I do love I him. I would take I, Constantine yeah. any day over, um, done right over Doctor Strange. Um, I'm, I'm, hold on. I'm, 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 I'm doing my mental pros and cons here. Um, you know what? I, 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 I think they share a ton of similarities but there's obviously a substantial amount of differences yeah. too. However, I think if you gave me a choice and you laid two books in front of me and you said pick one to read, I would probably read Constantine before yeah. I would read Strange. But I would read Strange. Yeah, I would read Strange. Yeah, too. but it, it takes nothing away from Strange. I don't want to. Yeah, like, I don't want to take it away. Characters. Yeah, it's like a one A one B type situation. Yeah. But I definitely, I've always found that character fascinating. I like that whole. That that you know a cult type of piece that goes along with yeah. him and and the uniqueness and then putting your superheroes you know like your Batman's or whoever you're choosing to put into these these uh, scenarios it's just it's a departure from you know an alien invader you know a, another superhero villain team it's like something that's they're not akin to normally battling you know and it, and it just and you need someone like Constantine to be able to be a Sherpa in a sense to get them through those things. And I, I, I just, I, I agree. I think he's great. I, I just can't say enough about him. I love, I love that. I thought the show could have, should have lasted. I thought it, the guy was great. We've talked about that before. I mean, I wasn't a ginormous fan of the Keanu Reeves cut of it, but I don't think it was bad. I think it's, you know, at that time they were still yeah. filling out movies. Yeah. I think, I point, think at the, with, within context, it yeah. wasn't a bad movie. No. It just, it, you know, I just think it really. I think knowing what we knowing what we know now, 
and how superhero movies have been made, and I'm putting him in obviously into that genre, superheroes or whatever you want to call it. It's like comic book movies. Comic book type, you know, movies. I, I think that they could do something much better. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And it would it would work. So. But yeah, that's yeah. I can't wait for that. That was definitely something I wanted to bring up to make sure we talked about. So good. Yeah, definitely. So. Um, the other thing, uh, real quick to we Obi Wan being delayed. Delayed. Yep. Now, what are you thinking about that? I mean, they shut that down. I mean, I just didn't just like it's delayed. I mean, everybody was sent home and everything. So it's like it's like like I mean that script must have been horrible. But now too, this is like they're attaching. We already talked about Kennedy probably getting the boot anyways, right? Yeah. But they're really using this almost as like a leverage point to say it's time for her to go. Like I think they should. Like I mean if if there's if there's like if there's enough reasoning, like I don't want there there's a there's a saying that says it revolves around games. It doesn't really really revolve, like you can apply it to films. Um that says that the delayed game can always become a good can always become a good game, but a a poorly um, developed game released early is always going to be a poor poor yeah. game and you can say the same thing about movies sure. and tv shows is that that you know a, a delayed tv show can always can always redeem itself within script rewriting and things like that as to where a um a, a, a film or a tv show that's been rushed yeah is is always going to be you know is always going to be horrible there you, can, you can't you can, really come you back can feel that. it when you're watching it. If, yeah. it if it looks and feels sloppy and feels rushed then you can feel it you know and i mean i mean i don't know who called the stop we're not doing this until the script gets right type situation mm-hmm. um i don't know who pulled the strings on that or whatever or if, if it was her or if she didn't want to do it and that's why they're looking to say it's time for her to move on i they do can't... think it's time for her to move on though i do yeah, I, I think so too there was somebody but, that made there's somebody on um Denim Nerds. Um, it's not Josh, the main guy. It was yeah. uh, the other guy that's with him now. Um, that made the point that said that, you know, Disney seems to be rushing things there to, to produce content. Right. How are they rushing? Like, we, we've had, we had, um, after The Last Jedi, we had a two-year break. Yeah. With no content other than yeah. Mandalorian. Yeah, we were hurting. And so, you know, you can't say that they're rushing content where when we live in a world where you're producing quality content, yeah. you know, with three, four films a year yeah. with Marvel and mm-hmm. you, you can't produce one movie a year yeah. that's quality underneath Star Wars yeah, or, or any, or, you know, one, two, three series a year. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. But what I was a little concerned about too is that they said part of this too, and I don't know if that the way that it was written, it was just a bunch of fluff or whatever. But they're also talking about cutting down episodes too. So, and I'm not sure if they're going to be longer episodes or shorter episodes. But they're talking about this being maybe four instead mm. of six or eight or something. Mm. So I don't know really. You know, if I'm getting some Obi Wan like that, I mean, I need more than four yeah, episodes. I need more, I think. Yeah, I mean, we we need some more character. We don't need more character development in there, but we need. We need like character development, like with everything else that's going on, because it's completely uncharted territory, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You can't surround them with the characters that Obi Wan's been surrounded with before. Yeah. Because those characters are, you know, don't exist anymore, other right. than you know, Vader. But he's, you know, Vader obviously doesn't know that Obi Wan's still around until. Right. This is New seven Hope. years, I believe, after Revenge of the Sith. 
Yeah. Is when this is set. So, I mean, obviously you have a piece in there too that's just not, yeah. the, you know. Let's then, see Obi-Wan's, you know, I would love to see like an Obi-Wan love interest. I would love to see like Obi-Wan like battle with the teachings of the Jedi mm-hmm. and, you know, him adapting to new life post. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. a post Jedi yeah. after the the Great Purge. Yeah, no, I mean, no, I, I, there's, I mean, obviously, there's so much that can be done with him, and you know, I, I don't think I, I mean, I, I, as as much as we can, poo poo the first three Star Wars movies, I still like him as Obi Wan. Oh yeah, yeah, he was fantastic. As I mean, I, yeah, I, I just I, I like him. I think that he is a very good Obi Wan. So. We'll see what happens. I mean, I mean, I I'm good with waiting. You know, if if we're gonna get something better out of it, but I mean, the the bar's set high now after the Mandalorian. So oh, it's definitely so. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see on that one. So um, the other thing I wanted to talk about too is uh, the Hulk um, getting purchased and picked up by um, Universal. Yeah, from Universal. Yeah, yeah, by by Disney Marvel yeah. from Universal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I guess do we have to say Disney Marvel now, or can we just still say Marvel? I mean, I mean Marvel Studios <laughs> is technically like its own. It's like a subsidiary. So I mean, yeah, you yeah. can say Marvel or Marvel. I'm just kidding, but yeah. So anyway, so I think that's that's cool though because that opens up a whole bunch of other things that we're going to be able to do now. We'll get another Ruffalo possibly movie, mm-hmm. with him as Hulk, which I would love to see that because I yeah. really think he. Has been one of the best Hulks. Well, we still haven't seen like World Breaker Hulk too, to where you know after such a, after such a like a a lull with the Hulk character as far as like Professor Hulk that we've seen, it could easily spike the other way. Yeah, and I would love to see like him just lose control of it again. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but you know that would that would be now does that everybody's open, first? But that point. also gives them the rights to like Red Hulk too, right? Mm-hmm. And stuff like that yeah. too. So I mean, it's like yeah, Thunderbolts is yeah, becoming a yeah. huge possibility. Um, mm-hmm. Supposedly, like Taskmaster is going to be a part of that. The, yeah. Um, even the uh, the new Winter Soldier character, the the U.S. agent mm-hmm. that we've seen um, carrying the shield within the most recent onset photos, yeah, is going to be supposedly within that. So. Um, yeah, if we can get like Thunderbolt Ross is obviously the person that heads that up. Yeah. Um, as we name the Thunderbolts, um, kind of an alternative to the Avengers, and then the the um the the big you know the big muscle of that group ends up being Thunderbolt Ross as Red Hulk. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. So I mean, I think that's cool. I I think that's gonna be, well. And we also said that they get Namor too, right? Yeah, they get Namor off of the Universal yeah. contract as mm-hmm. well um, as part of those rights, um, which allows them to be able to use the Namor character. Probably not within a film. I, I, um, I, I'm struggling with... Okay, so... Okay, so Namor. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do with them? I Illuminati. Mean, <laughs> you put them into... Like, it's it's going to be like a character like kind of like Scarlet Witch or something like that to where yeah. he doesn't get like his own type of thing but he's he works well with like other characters yeah um black panther and and those types of characters like him and black panther have a huge like they sure. they war a lot because um you know with with being they're they're very close within geographical region and uh-huh. and they um they're very they're both highly advanced at society so yeah well 
I just thought it would. I mean, I'm just trying to. I was trying to think how we really plug him in and, and make him relevant. And but again, your point's correct. I mean, I get. I mean, it's not going to be. We're not going to have a Namor movie. It would definitely be something that he, he gets infused. Yeah, I mean, with. I think that like if they move to Illuminati, um, then he plays a big part in that. But I I don't really foresee him playing any big part otherwise. Yeah. Which I mean, it seems like they are moving to Illuminati. Did you hear about the? Um, Patrick Stewart, Kevin Feige conversation that happened this past week. No. Yeah, so it was there was rumors that Kevin Feige and Patrick Stewart have been having um, some closed door discussions. Um, it's been obviously rumored that they're talking about Professor Xavier. Um, whether they're bringing him back as Professor Xavier or not is kind of left up in the air. Patrick Stewart says that, you know, um, the character is left off on such great note with Wolverine that he doesn't really want to return as the character and he kind of wants to leave it as is. Yeah. But we've known that um, Kevin's, or uh, um, uh, that that, um, he's he's, uh, brought other people in to be able to, to balance ideas off of and, and to get some input on that have, have serviced the character before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think that that's probably where they're going with this. You think? Okay. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think that he'll necessarily return. Too, Cause he's getting up there. Well, I don't think, I don't think that he's going to return as professor Xavier, but I think he's going to have some input input like, like executive producer status or like producer status on a film. Um, instead of, instead of being the character itself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you think of McAvoy, though? Uh, I think that he, you know, I think you let that die, especially the way that they ended it. I mean, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I get, I mean, no, I get, I get let it die. But, I mean. I think what, he did okay. I think he did okay. I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm I don't like, think he did as good as, like, I give as, him like as Patrick an 82%, Stewart. You know yeah, I, mean? I would give, I would give Patrick Stewart like 100. Oh, like without question. I mean, he, to me, is almost he like is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that was such a great casting job there. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah between I, him, between, um, between Wolverine yeah. with Hugh Jackman, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and, speak- and Ron Reynolds is Deadpool. Yeah. Like, you can't, like, yeah. it's going to be hard yeah. to, to replace any of those. I mean, obviously, they don't have to with, with Ryan, but, yeah. um, you know, the other two. It's going to be very difficult. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I mean, it, it, I absolutely think you're right because it is hard, and he was definitely um, a cornerstone, bedrock for that X Men series, without question. So, um, speaking of of Wolverine, too, this is kind of a side note too. But I was, I, I started reading an article um, where they were talking about obviously the Joker movie has done just phenomenal and obviously with all the buzz and with with all the potential awards and all that other stuff you know that's going on with that um it it really has changed the landscape and the dynamic of consideration for you know more theatrical type of awards for these type of things where these movies are taken more seriously but they were trying to, to make an argument to say where was the love for logan you know, yeah, and I can draw some parallels, and I can see what they're I can see what they're driving at. Um, I think I think if I, you if you take each one as a film, mm-hmm. take away everything else, like the the character, the the actors, like and, and take take the screen play, um, and and put them up against each other. I think that that Joker 
wins out. Wins out. Oh. I think that's probably why yeah. Joker's getting a lot more praise than... Because it's very Scorsese-esque and like the, you know, all the Hollywood people that, you know, the critics and the the um, awards unions and stuff like that eat that stuff up. Yeah. I just think it's interesting that, you know, and it's true when you think about it because Logan really wasn't a superhero movie. Yeah. It really wasn't. It was a great movie. I enjoyed the movie. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I, no, I thought that it was, a, I thought it was a, um, I thought it was a risk. To, to do what they were doing with that type of character yeah. and then putting him at that point in his life and, you know, old man Logan and all that stuff. But, um, I, I enjoyed it. I, I did, I did like it. I mean, I, I think the Joker is a superior movie to that. I mean, but I definitely put them both up there. I mean, as far as, um, I just liked it that I'm not saying that that set, you know, um, I think it at least put a crack in the door to open it up for Joker. Mm-hmm. I didn't say it didn't set the table or anything. No, you know no, what no, I mean? No. But it showed you that it could work. Yeah. And I and I don't know if that was I'm sure that has nothing to do with how Joker was put together or whatever, but it made me obviously more willing to look at this Joker movie, which I was excited about anyways, to see how it how it would pan out due to the way the storyteller was gonna go in it. So but um so anyways, I thought that was kind of neat. There's there's a little bit of buzz about that. And I do think that Logan was underappreciated. No, I do too. I so. I, I think that um, they they kind of developed it, though, to an audience. And, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's they've, um, the the Joker movie didn't. Yeah. The Joker movie, you know, made a good film that, that anybody could sit down oh, and watch. Oh, yeah, anyone. Yeah, you'd yeah, have to Versus, know. you know, you've got to know a little something about what's going on or else you're going to be a little lost within Mm -hmm. within Mm -hmm. logan yeah i agree Mm -hmm. um so you want to talk about the uh the um speaking of marvel movies you want to talk about the uh the the new black widow trailer Mm -hmm. so the we've obviously gotten like somewhat of a story we didn't get a whole lot new with this this new trailer no um i do i can't talk about like how much I'm gonna enjoy David Harbor as the um, the red um, soldier or whatever, the red guardian. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely that's like a Funko Pop uh-huh. that I'm definitely gonna order sometime oh, yeah. soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think he's gonna be like the highlight of the movie. Oh, I do too. I, I do too. I I think that's just I love it. It looks so great. Um, I like him. I mean, I just think he's good. I mean, no, I like it. I, and again, I don't think we saw anything new it just looks really good yeah i mean action wise it looks fantastic yeah so you know the, the problem i had with it and i'm, I'm nitpicking here yeah. but when the last or not last week we before last um we had three different trailers that came out at the same time we had bloodshot we had um which and we'll get to all three of these but my bloodshot we had um, Morbius and we had the um, Black Widow trailer that yeah. came out within like two days of each other. The The way that the marketing team has presented the Black Widow trailer or the Black Widow movie, I'm less excited about that. And this may be my own bias on the character or like, or like you know, like, like I feel like I've seen enough of the character maybe or something like that. I want to see a Black Widow, Widow movie, don't get me wrong, but I feel less excited about that than I do either one of the other two movies. I don't disagree. No, I think Black Widow is probably more the same that we've seen. Yeah. However, it's not going to have 
you know, any of the other the superhero pieces with it per se. Yeah, it's you gonna be like I mean? a it's gonna be an espionage it's, spy film. Yeah, it's gonna have a little bit more yeah. of that type of feel to it. Um, but it's still gonna it's still it has a more formatic polished look to it type thing you know what i mean you know you're gonna have the big battle scenes you're gonna have this you're gonna have you know the skydiving mm-hmm. moment yeah uh, yeah mm-hmm. her her uh, mma movements where she's jumping around swinging off people's necks and shooting people scissor and, kicking people yeah. in the midair yeah which is great which is cool which i'd yeah. love to see i mean i she well yeah her character does a great job with that and i mean it just i like i do like that they're taking these approaches too and and doing movies and having the focal center point being a woman and doing it like this and not it's not a grandstanding type of thing putting a female in like Marvel. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's like this goes to show that you don't have to do that. You know, you don't need to do that, especially in this type of. No, it's uh, better appreciated if you're not just doing it to like grandstand, like morally grandstand. Yeah, and the, you know, there's talk about you know what's going on with Marvel two and stuff, and I just can't. I just I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about that, but no, I I, I get what you're saying, completely because. The um, moving away. Anything else on that though? Because I do think that that no, I mean, that's be great. I that's think that, yeah. I mean, there's really nothing like there's. This is my like. This is kind of what I'm talking about. There's nothing in it. We've we've kind of talked about like the big the big points in it before. David Harbour is obviously yeah. Red Guardian. We've got the the Elena Makovia, which is the the Black Widow, the the blonde Black Widow. Yeah. Um, that they've taken from the the other movies. Um, we've gotten or the other comic book stories. Um, but by the way, don't let me leave, don't leave without me getting you that itsy bitsy spider. Oh yeah, yeah, comic, yeah. Or okay. series. Um, and then, you know, that's that's you know we've we've talked about that type of stuff already. There's nothing. I it's, don't know. It's, it's not just, fresh. It's not, it's not fresh, yeah. but it's not stale either. No, no, you no, know, no, it's not. It, it's like it's, you know oh going God, to your restaurant it. and getting your favorite meal. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah, just, it's the same it's, thing. It's the same yeah, thing. Yeah. You're gonna enjoy it. You know you're gonna love it, but it's the same type of situation where, you know, when I when we talk about looking at just let's go to Morbius then, right? So going to Morbius, it's like, oh, we're going for something different tonight. You know what I mean? We're yeah, gonna yeah, try yeah. something off menu. Yeah, the this chef's is gonna the make you something special. Yon, you know right? what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean the flame and yawn could be like burnt to a crisp. Yeah. And we, you know, it could be terrible, but it's something that looks more appetizing it's it's more dramatic more, yes and i think it has a more dramatic component to it and it has, i mean, i think even the bloodshot trailer oh which would, doesn't doesn't look like a great movie yeah but it it does it's it looks like something different than what's already been done right so if you put them on a the spectrum you got what we normally see yeah, and then you put, then you gear that back a little bit. You get to the bloodshot piece, which has a little bit of a darker side. But I can also get a sense that I feel there might be some little campy stuff in there. I'm not sure. Oh yeah, there's know. definitely gonna be some campy stuff. Here. Yeah, and then you go to the other end of the spectrum, the bottom end of the spectrum, and then or the, I shouldn't say the bottom, the 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 other side, and then that's where Morbius is sitting yeah. for me right now. So, inter- I'm gonna I want to see them all. Yes. I, I definitely want to see them all, and. Um, but I really am so intrigued with with Morbius because this is, in my opinion, the character that Leto is meant to be playing. He yeah. 
Looks well, like yeah. him. I mean, he is, I mean, everything. I mean, body we'll type about... and everything else. And it's just like, you know, the Joker thing, I just wish that wouldn't yeah. have happened. But. Well, I mean, with the Joker thing, we, we obviously know that Leto is a method actor. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how much, like, I know that they spent a little while in production on this movie. But I don't know exactly how long they spent on production. I, that may be something that I have to look up. Because without using special effects like they did with... Um, with Captain America to where they made him small and scrawny. Yeah. They've taken Leto from a super small, um, you know, like, like 0% body fat type of guy and then turn him into like a, uh, a, a stud muffin. Oh. And yeah, well, he's like, but he's not like, he's not like, sw- overly, yeah, ripped. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. swimmer body ripped. You know what I mean? He's like, well, he's thin, got, yeah, he's muscular. He's guy. got some upper muscular. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's definitely much, leaner yeah. you know what i mean so it's got some man boobage going on there yeah more like a robin yeah yeah i wouldn't say yeah definitely not like batman like no. type of yeah no but uh no i i just um in looking at him and just the trailer pieces and what he what he what you're gonna see him like move from the crippled person all the way through to this other piece yeah and you can see like yeah. even with with even with the preview you can see like a difference within within the way that he holds himself and stuff like that between yeah. those two as well. Like, you know, it's it's not just like the look of the character. Like you can see he looks sickly mm-hmm. and then he looks more confident and, you know, more healthy. Yeah. Um, towards, you know, the end of the trailer. And I love that they're doing that and I love that they're they're going, they're expanding on to this magical, like mythical, like like comic accurate type of yeah. I, I don't even know like I can say comic accurate because I can't recall um, Morbius having you know all these capabilities in the comic but they're they're at least giving yeah. them like 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 these extravagant abilities I, I do enjoy that as long as they do it right yeah i don't want it to be like 2000 like early 2000s hulk to where he's like jumping from like town to town type of thing yeah. but i do want it to be like you know reeled in a little bit but also have like like some some nice visuals um with it and like yeah and some things that that um, you know, like wow, that's cool. Yeah, and I think you're gonna get that, especially that hallway scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. the purple mists and stuff yeah. like that, that looks awesome. So, yeah, can we just talk about that for a second? Because like, like you said, hallway scene, and like the first thing I reckon back to is is um, Daredevil season one on Netflix, and that's the first time that I can recall. Like, and it's 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 a hallway scene, but it was the the first of the hallway scenes, whenever he's, he goes into um, the the drug den or something like that, or, or um, like uh, the 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 gang or mafia den to where... Are you, he, you're talking the TV show? The TV show okay. on Netflix, yeah. The Netflix Daredevil season okay. one TV show. That episode three, I think it was. He goes into the place... With the black mask like that comes over his nose or just out of his nose. Yeah. And he's got the the things wrapped around his, his hands. And he goes and just beats the crap out of guys and gets the crap beaten out of him. And it seems like we've had that replicated not only within the Marvel, within the Netflix TV shows, but then it's spread up to like things like Morbius. Like like mm-hmm. it's it's something that's been copied and like that was such an, an iconic moment within comic book film history at least yeah to where you know it's 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 memorialized where you know whenever somebody says hallway scene that's the first thing like 
it's that's exactly yeah. where they're getting it from. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if it works, they're going. Oh yeah, no, I'm, you I'm know, just saying they're, like they're gonna. Yeah, yeah I get I'm it. I'm just saying, give credit where credit's due. Type oh thing. sure. Oh yeah. no doubt. No, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. No, and I think I'll, I liked all those series. To be honest with you, so even though I know that um, Iron, Iron Fist, Fist. kind of got poo pooed and panned a little bit yeah, too, but I, I enjoyed it. Fist, yeah. I, I I I did. I liked it. And uh, I really, I really liked Luke Cage. That yeah. was, I thought that was a really good. That was a really. I mean, they were all good, and Jessica and uh, Jessica Jones too. I mean, I yeah. liked that one more because it was. David, well, I liked it because of David Tennant. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, well yeah. he's. <laughs> yeah, he's so good. Yeah. He, that. Yeah, but I mean, she's really good. Yeah. But. When you put those two together, I mean, it just really worked. Yeah. You know, it just, I really, really worked. The only thing that bothered me on Jessica Jones was the, um, the tweaker guy that lived down the hall that starts to work with her. And yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 that guy kind of annoyed me a little bit. Huh? I'm like, I, I didn't dis, oh, okay. I didn't dislike him, but it was, I, I, I don't know. I mean, of all, I mean, she doesn't like anybody, but this is who she chooses to work yeah, with. Yeah, he's the so, one that cracks yeah. the the. The armor there, yeah. exactly, and and gets on the you know. I kind of liked it for that, like I mean, he yeah. wasn't you know. It's I think he's he's different enough, like you know, you could tell that the character has within the performance the actor gave. You can tell the character's got something else there, like like a he's he's almost like teddy bear esque, yeah, in a way. He's just a messed up teddy bear. He's like yeah. missing an eye or something, yeah, and yeah. you know she's saw that in his character and it because was different he's as than flawed what's... as she is yeah, yeah, yeah and i think that that's like what you see except for he moved beyond his flaw to a degree but he's still all oh, it's always there with him you know yeah, type yeah, of yeah, thing yeah. where hers never leaves yeah <laughs> so but no i mean i'm not trying to say i i do agree with you that i think he took the character pro- the progression of that role and he did a really nice job with that i mean i don't want to take anything away from what he did it's just, I, I guess the, the what you just said is really what it is. You know, why him? Why is he the one that was able to crack the Jessica Jones code? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. To be that that person, you know. So, but overall, I still think that was that was pretty good too. She's pretty badass. So, so, anyways, well, well, then you want to talk about Bloodshot too, then. Yeah, I definitely want to talk about Bloodshot. Um, you know, the, it's a smaller character. Um, it's smaller comic book series. I think that's done very well um, from a comic book series, like the, the actual comic book. And I couldn't imagine, like, a better pick than Vin Diesel looking at it. Like, yeah. hindsight. Oh, yeah. Um, I think the movie yeah. looks great. It's definitely, like you said, it was, it's definitely got some campy elements to it. It doesn't, it doesn't look like it's going to be a good movie. Like, like if you were to just take it like the same way that we talked about Joker and like Logan yeah. and stuff like that, it's not going to be like, like one of those movies that, that every, everybody's like talking about years and years to come, but it's going to be a very enjoyable movie. It's going to be enjoyable. And I think it's going to do well. Yeah. I think it'll do, I, I don't think it's going to do outstanding. It's going to make its money back. It's going to do better than cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 20 million it made. That's it. I think. Yeah. Oh, on a budget to 60 or something like that? I don't know what it was. See, Cats is coming to, uh, like, they're doing the play in North Charleston. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Oh. You know, 
Cats, though, I listened to a podcast, and they're talking. These people, they're well. Uh, you listened to a podcast on Broadway musicals? No. Oh, okay. No, it was actually it was. Uh, I listened to uh, one called Mortified. Oh, okay. And it was the last topic was two. One and basically, it's like taking people, um, like today. 20 years later from their journals or whatever and they get up and they read their journals or whatever it is and they wrote as a kid you know well cats when it came out there were people that were just i mean cats was just massive i mean it was huge and people just it was everywhere they loved it everything the songs i mean it was just insane i i saw i I just never really liked it i just never liked the production of it that much i thought the costumes were kind of cool on stage and stuff but I just thought the story was stupid, and I didn't really like it, you know? So, but these other people were huge fans of it, and this one lady was coming on, she was talking about, you know, cats and everything like that, and she literally, as a kid, had built, a um, like, an online type of uh, group thing where everyone played a different character from cats, and had a, they had events and all these type of things, you know, a whole fantasy world of cats and shit like that, you know? But, um... So the people that were really upset about that movie were this, this rabid fan base that really just wanted to relive the musical that they saw before, and obviously it was a complete change from that. You know? Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, it's a Broadway play. Yeah. It doesn't work as well on the screen as just a Broadway play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. With very few exceptions. Yeah. And the one guy, which I thought was funny, this was separate from Cats, but he was talking about Star Wars, and it was The Phantom Menace. Yeah. And uh, he was in Chicago, and Chicago Tribune had uh, written a review of The Phantom Menace and gave 20 reasons why the movie was horrendous. Yeah. He was, I think, 14 years old. He writes this lengthy letter back to the editor <laughs> and refuting every point of the movie of how awesome this movie was and how this was this and all this. And it was so funny. And then, of course, you know, now he's looking back and like, yeah, it was a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> It was a bad movie. So, anyways, it was kind of funny. But I forget what I was even going with down that road with the cast thing. But, but yeah, it's uh, I I just I felt that it wasn't going to do anything, and I and it didn't. So, hope it doesn't. But Bloodshot should. Yeah, I yeah. Well, I think um, Bloodshot almost looks like it's going to be a very formulatic type movie where. It's okay. Yeah, I'm doing the bidding of these people that brought me back, and now I'm going to fight that guy. I'm going to go, and then I'm. Well, gonna I don't go. think uh, the way that they're doing it, he's definitely being manipulated. Oh yeah, I yeah, mean, I mean, he, so it's not like it's not as much like you know he's a company man like trying to do this. Right. It's more of like you know he's a robot. Yeah, he's a robot. He's he's yeah. being he's vindictive and and just like anybody else would in that type of situation, I absolutely would be. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, uh, it's relatable enough. Where you can get underneath it, but I don't think there are going to be any surprises. Well, no, I don't. I, this is this is my this is how I think it's going to go down. Yeah, we're going to get the battle scene open up. He's going to be in the desert, super soldier guy doing flashbangs, doing whatever he was doing in the trailer there. Yeah, dies. They take him, bring him back. Now they got this guy. This guy probably is doing bad things. Sends him out to take care of this, takes care of this, does another mission, takes care of this. And then all of a sudden, he runs into the cool dude that says, hey, things aren't what you think they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then he starts to realize, hmm, maybe you're right. 
okay, so now I'm going to figure out a way that he can't control me anymore. Then I'm going to go kill the guy that killed my wife, and that's going to be the movie. Yeah. Well, so I think that I think I think you're almost there, and, but there was something that gave away within the trailer that he he wakes up the second time after like after he goes and kills the guy. Yeah. He wakes up the second time. And he's like, "Do I know you guys?" And they're like, "No, I don't think so." Yeah. And so like I think that their program that they're running isn't. Yeah. They haven't obviously they haven't had a chance to fully vet it. Yeah. But they they haven't fully vetted it. And so there's flaws within it. And so after a couple times, he's going to start to realize yeah. that, hey, something else going on here. And then maybe somebody else comes in. And they're like, you know, one of the guys that he's trying to kill is like, hey, man, this is what's really going on. And then he, you know, he goes after the, the head, you know, he bites the hands, the hands that hands that are feeding him. Yeah. Pretty much, you know. Um, oh, but so, I definitely think that he goes and gets whoever killed his wife. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think That's that'll probably happen. be, I think they'll, like you said, I think that. That will probably be like one of the people that are involved with the program, even maybe oh, could the be. head guy yeah, could be. Yeah. of it. I think that'll be like the the only big twist that we see is yeah. that that the 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 main guy is probably the guy that killed his wife. Yeah. So, like we said, formalmatic, but probably. But I think it's. I think he's. So far, I haven't read Bloodshot, but it sounds like a cool character. Yeah. You know, so I like the idea. Anyway, so. But. Um, and the guy that owns it is a friend of a friend. Yeah. So <clears throat> take that with what you will. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're not, we'll obviously call balls and strikes on it. But, you know, we, we do have a little bit of a vested interest since he's, he's uh, oh, I'll support a friend it. I'll of, support it all the way. Friend man. of Andrews. I'll even, uh, I'll even read a book. Yep. For sure. So. I like it too because it's it's coming it's not coming from the stable of traditional mm-hmm. uh, comic book characters either. So it's obviously being brought to you by you know obviously um, oh, they show the trailer Sony yeah so the Venom and, the, and what mm-hmm. have you. So that's cool. So hey, the other thing I wanted to throw out there too, real quick, um, is coming out too, and I think it's getting released. Um, I want to say February. Yeah, I think it's February. So, um, you know we had uh, the big Batman 80th Batman deal and all that stuff? Well, now it's Robin's turn. So Robin's got his coming out. Same same type of deal. It's a one-type thing, and they're going to have like 10 different variant covers type of deal with Robin, too. So it looks really cool. I mean, they um, they got a lot of good guys... Uh, Frank Miller's drawn one, so nice. I, I can't wait to see what Frank Miller puts yeah. together. So um, Jim Lee and uh, Scott yeah, Williams, good. yeah, that's going to be really nice. Yeah, the Jim Lee one's probably gonna, is going to be probably yeah. my favorite. Well, the thing is, okay, so Jim Lee's doing the 1940s variant. I'd still, yeah, oh, no, no, yeah. no. I just think it's cool that he's going to do the yeah, 40s, the 40 though. Yeah. yeah, and then Miller's doing the 80s, so I think it'll be cool. So and. Uh, uh, Derek Chu's doing the 2000s, uh, and uh, those are the ones that I really know, mostly those guys. So um, I think it'll be cool. I mean, I, I love Robin. I think he's an awesome character, too. So um, we'll see, man. We'll see what they look like. Well, actually, I think they might have some already posted. I'm not sure which one's which, though. But anyways, check it out. It's coming. I think it's coming out in February, so. That'll be a good read. 
I, I, you know, the Batman one was cool, but again, we talked about that at length, and some of the vignettes were in there that were good, and they're kind of like little chapter stories type deal. It wasn't a, a whole book of one theme and multiple different authors, but, um, so, anyways, thought I'd throw that out there. I thought that was cool. Yeah. No, it should be really cool. Um, there's another movie coming out that's um, that I really want to talk about that I'm excited for is the um, uh, Akimo... What, what, oh, Guns Akimbo? Yeah, Guns Akimbo. Oh, yeah, Guns Akimbo. That looks really interesting to me. Yeah. It, it just, yeah. What, what do you think? I mean, I'll what, let you give your thoughts. I've got a very specific thing that I want to tie it back to. But. Okay, cool. So, Guns Akimbo, um, basically... It's a it's a movie about and I don't I'm not sure what the time frame is but there's an underground basically um, kind of a fight thing where but it's to the death and they have different people fighting and they film it and it's all posted on the internet it's by Schism is the guy that does this and this Schism character controls these different people and puts them in scenarios just like okay like almost like. Uh, escape from new york type situation you know what i mean yeah, it's yeah. like you know you just go in and and you, and there's this one lady her name's nix and she's like the super badass lady that kills everybody and it's over the top gun violence you know what i mean all that type of stuff but to see radcliffe plays this nerdy dude that i don't know how he gets hung up into this but they pick him for some reason and knock him out, and then bolt two guns to his hand, and then tell him basically, "You're in the game now, and you yeah. need to kill Nick's." And of course, he, he he's sleeping, wakes up, two guns bolted to his hand after he's knocked out. You know what I mean? Doesn't have he's sleeping in his boxers or whatever, knocked out in his boxers, and he can't even put his pants on. I mean, he yeah. can't open the door because he has two guns in his hands. So there's these funny little components to it, and I think. I, I liked him in it, though. I mean, I thought he looked... I, I just liked the character. In that, and I, I don't know I don't know enough about it. It just looks interesting to me. Yeah. So I just think it's it's a really... It's a unique approach. So, and, I, and I do want to see it, so... Yeah, so you know... Um, you're, first of all, how, how, how relevant is Escape from New York nowadays? <laughs> I mean, True. most people know like Solid or Metal Gear Solid, but yeah. like, I doubt that anybody would know like the origins of like Solid Snake or where that character came yeah. from. Yeah. But um, on topic, the uh, <laughs> well, Solid Snake is different. You're thinking of uh, Metal Gear Solid, but Snake, that was the character Snake, Snake Bliskin. Yeah, Snake Bliskin That's is, is no. Solid Snake. Yeah, no. it's the exact same character. No, it's not. It's the exact same no, character. No, it's not. All right. You don't think so? I think it is. Yeah, no, I think it's it, I think it's... They, that is heavily where they took the character. Oh, I'm not from. saying they didn't take it, but it's not the yeah. same guy. Oh, well, no. Th- th- I'm not saying, like, it's the exact... Oh, I thought like, you meant that that's the same character. I'm just character. saying, like, like it, it is within the character speak. Yeah. But well, not, like... But not, no, like, Solid Snake, snake is covert... Yes. A, yeah, I, and, I I agree, but okay. I'm just saying, like like the character build for okay. the character, like how the character looks, how the character acts, stuff like that. But, they definitely copied that one with for the one eye for patch Yeah, 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 I yeah, get yeah. It. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. Okay. Yeah. Um. The, the but on topic. Um. Do you remember the movie Scott Pilgrim Saves the World? Yeah. I think 
that this this from the trailer and knowing nothing about the story other than what the trailer says mm-hmm. um the the trailer definitely gives me a nostalgic look from scott pilgrim versus the world which i i claim is probably the best indie comic book movie out there i love that movie yeah yeah and i mean the comic book's great and the but but i mean very much like one for one it's it's reminiscent at least of scott pilgrim mm-hmm. versus the world if not like they've they've taken a lot of stuff from it i'm curious to see like if a lot of the people are on the same project that were mm-hmm. on scott pilgrim say the world because it that it, it's it's you know there was a specific way that they went about that and with kick-ass and stuff like that you know those type of movies i put okay so i think what you're saying and i agree I, you look at kick-ass yeah. you look at this yeah you look at scott, that yeah scott yeah. I, I see i definitely I, I would put them all along the same wavelength, and I and I agree. I think yeah, beyond strongest, just indie comics. Oh because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their strongest tie, though, that you're right is I can see it tying to Pilgrim because again, Pilgrim is video game, really, right? I mean, that's kind it of was a it, comic book. I understand yeah, that, but, yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah. the, the way yeah, the, the movie game, was yeah. playing out, playing and everything. Yeah, 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 right. And this almost looks like this could be Fortnite, a fort, a video game, yeah. exactly Fortnite, whatever you want to call it. You know, so, and, and what's interesting, so, okay, so we have this, but let's talk about, I mean, this ties right into that, too, the free guy. That yeah, plays the yeah, NPC. Ronald Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, the NPC, that yeah. then goes and... and yeah, I don't, yeah, I think there's more visuals, like, with the, whenever he gets hit with, like, the Legos or whatever, and yeah. the Legos go yeah. off, yeah. you know, that reminds yeah. me of the, mm-hmm. when Scott Pilgrim yep. or, or whatever the movie was, where, no, that was, um, that was a different movie, but similar, like, type of visuals... Um, to where he like hits the guy with the the the, um, the keyboard and like it comes off and you know, it yeah. says "F you" on it. Um, but um, you know, like same same type of like visual like construct and and that was even that was borrowed from Scott Pilgrim. And Scott Pilgrim had like these huge giant um, exasperated like visuals and stuff like yeah. that. So no, I think you're right. I mean, when you look at that, that guns that chem- could be a video game. Yeah. It completely could be a video game. Yeah. You know, you could just, you could see it, you know, the opening scene, you wake up and you look down and you look at your hands. I got two guns on my hand. What am I going to do? You know yeah. what I mean? It's almost <laughs> as if like you're starting a video game and you're like entering in. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, that's, that's, that's astute, Josh. That's a good call. So yeah, I agree with that. Makes good sense. No, I, I did like Scott Pilgrim a lot. I, I think that that's another one too that um, really didn't get its... Uh, it's full credit, you yeah. know. I think that it was appreciated by people. It was a good movie. I mean, I don't think it was a bad movie at all. But I think people didn't really understand how to to watch the movie. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know? No. I mean, it's definitely like I would say it's probably a cult movie. Mm-hmm. Um, based upon you know where it's gone to, but like I think you're right. I think but, that. But cult in a sense, not as a cult. Because it was a B movie cult movie, it was a good movie. It's just yeah, yeah, a small was, fan base yeah, demographic. Yeah, yeah. I really like demographically. Yeah. It was small fan base. Yeah, I agree. Like Boondocks. Yeah, yeah, like Boondocks Saints. I love that. By the way, they're coming out with the third Boondocks Saints. They should. I love that. The second one wasn't that great. Yeah, but, yeah. I, I like it. I like I, that. That's a great. Well, no, I I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I also enjoyed the Boondock. Uh, the Boondocks itself, the cartoon. The cartoon. Very, <laughs> very funny. Yeah. Yeah. 
cartoon of which neither one of us can quote any line no, from. Absolutely not. But I do find that to be quite entertaining. Yeah. yeah. A cartoon that probably would not fly these days. Uh no. No. But it had its it, it had its place. Um speaking of that, and, and we we don't have any show notes or anything on this, but um the um, I don't know if you listen to or watch uh, um, Rogan, um, his podcast. Um, but he had this past week or um, last week he had um, Robert Downey Jr. on it, and so they went down the road of like Tropic Thunder. Oh, oh I, I saw. I, yeah, I didn't. I, okay, I just saw a little. I didn't click on it. Yeah. But they talk. Go ahead. I want to hear what this was about. Yeah. Yeah. So he was he was talking about how. Like what thought process that was like leading into the character. Like you get the script and then like what, like how did you react to like the script and, and um, you know, going into the character, was there any like point or like, you know, maybe I shouldn't do this. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, there's definitely like, you know, it was, he said, Robert said, um, or RDJ said that he gave it to his wife. His wife was reading it. Um, and like the the woman, you know, the the most valued opinion that RDJ has is is his wife and his mother. And his wife is reading it, and she goes, "This is hilarious. It's wrong. <laughs> it is so wrong, but it's hilarious." Yeah. He goes, "It is." And so yeah. he went and did it, and he said, "He goes, well, what about like the night before?" He goes, "As well, sitting there, and I couldn't sleep. Um, I, I just kept on going over lines in my head." Um, from the movie and then I got there and I felt free and I felt like comfortable to go and do it yeah. and just and just make it what it was it was kind of like a light switch yeah. flipped so it was very interesting and it's like like we said on Boondocks it's one of those things that you just can't get away with nowadays no but no. I, I, I actually think getting away with it when they did get away with it was, was really difficult. really pushing it yeah. anyways and RGJ uh, you know Robert said that he he got no flack from it he yeah. said. He said. Um, ben Stiller got a lot of frack, yeah. flack from um, playing a retarded character from playing oh, like, or playing simple the Jack. simple Jack thing. Yeah. Like he got. He got. Oh, he got. A he ton. got more flack for that yeah. than R- than RDJ did for yeah. that character. Yeah. And so he was like, he read the thing. And he's like, really? Mm-hmm. Like you guys? Like I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. So. Mm. That was funny. But, that was great. Jack Black, too. Yeah. Yeah, that was such a great movie. Oh, I have to watch that again. I haven't seen that in a while. That was good. Hmm. Um, Stiller wrote that. Who wrote it? Stiller. Stiller. I thought... It was so. a combination of Stiller. I forget who else. Yeah. But yeah, Stiller was a co-writer. Where's he been time. lately? Well, what the hell is he up to? Um, I don't even know. I feel I like mean, he did something not too, not too terribly long ago, like a couple years ago, but I can't like place my finger on it. He's actually he's a good writer. Oh well, dodgeball. I mean, come on. Yeah, dodgeball. Yeah. I mean, you think about all the stupid lines that you quote. You know what I mean? Yeah, Zoolander, dodgeball. All of it. You know Tropic what I mean? Thunder. Oh yeah. yeah, it just goes. The list goes on and on. You know, but uh, um, yeah, I, I'm surprised he hasn't done anything. Yeah, I, I mean, one of the best too. I really just thought it was great with him and De Niro in the original like Meet the Fockers. Yeah, yeah, Meet the Parents. Yeah. Yeah, I got nipples. <laughs> yeah, Greg, can you milk, milk me? me? <laughs> See, that's exactly yeah. what it is, right? So uh, yeah. you can just every one you get something out of it, you know. 
There's always one that you can hold. But and that's what I love about. I mean, De Niro really is one of my favorite actors of all time. He really is because I loved him too. I mean, I'm going back a little bit too. But um, he did. Did you see Analyze This? Yeah, Analyze This the, and Analyze the, That. Analyze yeah. That with Billy Crystal and stuff. Yeah. Oh, just fantastic. I mean, you, yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. He walks out. He walks out on the. Uh, the uh from from uh, upstairs on the second one he walks down their family's eating and he's got like the robe open yeah. he's got he says says who the who the have to fuck to get um some breakfast yeah. around here and he points to the grandma he says i hope it's not you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he takes her back he's yeah. like it's like you almost gave her a hot tech he said yeah. you know i felt like i felt like she needed to see some of the sausage <laughs> you know it's uh, <laughs> Oh god, that's oh. so funny though. I laughed. I was a good one. I really <laughs> laughed at that one. That was funny. Uh, he's done a lot of good comedic stuff though. I mean, obviously his, his yeah. best work is is always his gangster stuff for me, but that other stuff, he's really a he's a talented dude. No yeah, question. he's a really good really good actor, no yeah. matter what you put him in. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got anything else today? Um, well, we didn't talk about Star Wars yet. Um. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about. I mean, like we we talked about the. You're talking about the clo- the new trailer. trailer. Yeah. Go ahead and take it. Oh, uh, that's fine. I oh, know. I think. I mean, the, the the trailer that just came out, though, dude. I, the trailer's phenomenal. I mean, yeah. for for what it is. I mean, again, I, I I you can't. I don't look at anime animated um, shows anymore as a difference between live action and animated because the quality yeah, the of quality the, of the program is, yeah. is so good. And, and I mean, the way that they did this with Darth, Darth Maul narrating it, mm-hmm. and then they break to his face, and they just, and oh, dude, come on, dude, that's badass. Yeah. And then with him getting ready to battle her, um, Ahsoka, and he just pops out that saber, and he starts doing it, you know, oh, dude, that's just, I mean, mm, I can't, I, I've, I am just... I don't have. I just got to start watching all of that. I yeah, really I started. Know. I started again today. I've, I've made it. The first watch through, I made it through like the first like two or three episodes. Yeah, and it, it's not. It felt kind of kiddish to me. Well, we've had we've had Seth on the program. Yeah, I think Seth talked Seth, about that. A little Seth bit, talked right? about. It. He says yeah. it definitely starts out yeah. kiddish, but then after a little while, it it starts to become more mature, and it, it feels like there's there's actually some story there. Yeah, I started off today on episode four. Um, where I'd left off at, and I had just left off to where like it became like like it was actually story driven. Like mm-hmm. today coming in, it felt more story driven. But he says it gets dark. It gets really dark um, later on within the series. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even even looking at it, like the old stuff, like watching the original se- season today, um, it's the it, it's definitely a lot more cartoony than what what we see in the trailers and stuff for the new mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, I mean like. Even that far back, I mean, that was only you know eight years ago. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, season seven. So yeah, yeah, they took a little bit of a break, and so you know it's it maybe longer than eight years ago. Um, but you know the, the the length that they've came from, and and are able to produce animated series at now. Yeah, is so much more than what they were at yeah. that point, even at that point well i think the content's valuable too i mean what they're giving you in this though is so relevant and obviously so important into the star wars universe too you know knowing the knowing the backstory of it and so forth having not seen it all but i mean i really 
I need, I want to fill my gaps with this. You know what I mean? And it definitely does that. And, mm. and I remember Seth saying, which one thing that really was driving me back to want to, to go back and watch a lot of these animated series is because some of the, like hit one of his favorite lightsaber battles of all time is in the animated series. Yeah. So, I mean, that's strong to say that, yeah. you know, especially for Seth. Like yeah, Seth is sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's, yeah, he's super, he's seen it all. Yeah. So, but no, I think that looks cool. And definitely want to, want to check that out. So, yeah, I don't have anything bad to say about it. Mm-mm. I'm, um, like I said, we're, we're, I'm giving a watch through now to try to be up to date on it by the time that, that the new season comes out. And there's, I haven't watched any of the animated series like that rebels resistance. Yeah. I've probably watched more rebels than anything else, but yeah, I've um, seen more rebels too. So, um, definitely. But yeah, the only thing, the other thing I want to say on Star Wars, though, too, is um, I am still plotting away on uh, Star Wars game. Game. And yeah. um, I'm, in, I'm enjoying it, but it is starting to get to just kind of be like a, a grind with different characters type of thing. And I, I don't know. I, I thought it early on it was good because they brought in Saw and everything, mm. which was kind of cool and, and, you know, gave that kind of, gave you this the true story of Saul where he's kind of a, he's still for himself, but because, you know, the, the ideals of the rebels align with what he wants, it works, you know? Yeah. And it, it, it really brings that character to life. And, and, you know, I think that it, you know, his character, obviously in Rogue One, mm-hmm. it, you kind of get who he is and where he's come, where he's coming from. That's, a, I, the more I, the more interesting that character is to me. Yeah. You know, I, I just think that I would, I want to know more about him. So, I mean, you get a little bit in the video game too. And, um, but graphically, I think there was points that in the, earlier on I didn't care for, but I think now everything seems to be more cleaned up as I've gone further into the game. I don't know why, but it just seems how it's worked out. But yeah. don't get me wrong, still enjoying it. I mean, I'm very excited to change my lightsaber constantly. And build new ones. <laughs> Not that it matters. It doesn't change the lightsaber and gameplay, but so. let's talk about um, the the way that the um, they're taking Star Wars the High Republic series. You know, we've, we've I think we talked about this before. Oh, do not. Um, so that's my text. Yeah. It's where, it's where they've they're going to be taking instead of doing like an old Republic series, they're doing this High Republic, which is set. I think like. 400 years um, before the Battle of um, um, or um, you know uh, Yavon um, yeah to where it happens quite a bit sooner than what the the Old Republic does um, but they're they're building a, a video game off of it oh really um, reportedly so um, you know we that will be within continuity so we, we may hmm. see that this was is ties into obviously it ties into what we've ever seen, but this may heavily the 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 video game um, the the um, that you're playing that we're yeah. playing um, ties into to continuity obviously, but then also this new video games going forward mm-hmm. will heavily tie into. So that's just another medium that they're using to be able sure. to give content. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. I, I do. The only thing that the one thing, and I'm gonna be off the Star Wars game though, that I just find super annoying is why can't Wookies 
get their due. You know? Yeah. I thought the way that they drew, like they even have the Wookiees and have the, the end or the, I don't know what the right term is for whatever it is, the um, character construction of the Wookiees and stuff in, in there. They have them doing stupid shit. I mean, they, they, I mean, they, they just walk around like oafs and yeah. stuff. They're not oafs. You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, they're, it's just, it's bizarre to me. I, I don't know why, it, I don't know. If you play the game, you, you'll definitely see what I'm saying. It's, it's very early on, the first time that you're on um, Kashyyyk or whatever it is. Yeah. And it's just like, they, they just look like a bunch of bumbling fools, you know. And it's, it's like, that's ridiculous. But that's beside the point. I mean, that's just a little sidebar. I just think that they took no time in rendering Wookiees the way that they should be rendered properly. I think even with the way that they looked and everything, especially yeah, in I the think, actions. Yeah, I, I think that um, you know, the 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 cine the, the cinemagraph or cinegraphics, like the, the actual like extended um, scenes, but like gameplay. Yeah. They the the cinegraphics, like they did an amazing job on, but the yeah. gameplay um, graphics, like yeah, just the graphics, the way the character moves and stuff like that is very reminiscent of Uncharted. And we talked about yeah. that, and we really mm-hmm. like that. Um, but yeah. the, the the actual graphics during gameplay are kind of lacking. Mm-hmm. I, nah, I agree. Yeah, it's like you phoned it in. Sometimes yeah. I get confused because I literally think they took the same the same layout and just reversed it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I like I was playing today, went through one thing, went through this whole thing, came back around, and I and Grayson was sitting next to me like, dude, I went in a circle. He's like, no, you didn't. I said, yes, I did. I said, that's the exact. He goes, no, it's not. That was on the other side. Yeah. I'm like, uh. So I went. I kept going forward, and I it allowed me to pro- to to progress. Yeah. And I'm You're like, talking about Kashi. Like, yeah, and it's yeah. like they literally just phoned that in. Oh, there's more to that particular world too that yeah. you get into. Like, oh, so yeah. it's not. That's that's not. Uh, you know, they they did do more stuff. It's just. More story driven. Oh no no my I, no I mean I, I get yeah. that point but I mean it's like the that initial piece where you where you I've already I've already left and now I'm I'm back to there you know what yeah. I mean but it seems like I went through one area. It's kind of like you know we've got the same we've got two of the same character what are we gonna do just change the color of one it, type of basically thing, yeah. so I don't know I'm just being super ass picky I guess but anyways no I mean yeah I, I would agree that that a lot of the landscape and stuff like that is repetitive but um, you know I, I I'm a, probably a little bit further than you still and yeah. there um, the and and there there's more to that world than than just there I like once you'll you'll meet a bird and once that you meet the bird you'll see a hole in yeah so well, i get su- i get super i get super obsessed too so like i try to do everything i can possibly do before i leave the planet yeah and then i like everything I yeah do. And this is not the game that like because you you gotta go switch back and forth the planets like, yeah i know you do but i mean until like i do everything i can until, until that point. i get that one and then i gotta get the, ex- yeah. the next force power to be able to do something and so but whatever so um How's that ATAT scene though? Sweet, dude. Yeah, very cool. Very, very cool. That was awesome, yeah. dude. That was really good. That part was really cool. That was fantastic. Yep. Yeah, I would love a game to where like you can just pilot an ATAT. Oh yeah. Like in battles and stuff, like mm-hmm. you know, from the cockpit. 
uh-huh. like view it. Not, oh, you felt it. I mean, yeah. the, the everything that was really well done. Yeah. Not, no, I really liked that. So, agree. Um, I mean, I guess I could talk about Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Yeah, really let's quick. talk about that because you you'd mentioned that earlier. I haven't played it yeah. yet. Well, I'm only about 17 hours in. <laughs> <laughs> what came out Friday? <laughs> yeah, it came out like last Friday. Um, I picked up day of. I pre-ordered it. I ordered. I bought Daniel Pokemon Shield, and uh, played that a little bit with Helm. And then I uh, had on the day that I picked that up, I ordered um, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Um, obviously, we've talked about this before on the pro- podcast. I'm a bigger. I grew up as a Dragon Ball Z fan, uh-huh. um, and so you know it holds some nostalgia for me. But beyond nostalgia. Um, the gameplay, the the graphics are really great in it. Um, it's very much like an animated style, but it's like an updated anime style. Style. So you know, if I go back and watch the original Dragon Ball Z, um, like season the first season and the first saga, um, it's it looks drastically different than what the video game does in a good way. Saying the video game has much better graphics or it has updated those things. Um, a lot of the the, the iconic scenes there it's essentially this the 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 tv series if you haven't watched the tv series or if you have watched the tv series if you play the game it's essentially the the tv series and it falls at you know line by line pretty much um but um the 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 cutscenes and um you know the mo- more iconic moments are probably the best versions of them are exist on the game in many cases. There are some things that, that aren't as big within the TV show um, that are still big moments, but they're not like the, the iconic moments mm-hmm. um, that they felt like they kind of phoned in on yeah. the uh, the video game. Um, but, you know, graphically, like gameplay and, and those big scenes are just phenomenal. Um, gameplay, the, the environment on it, is completely malleable. Like, if you go and fly at a high rate of speed, or if you throw an enemy into um, into like a, a pillar, like a rock pillar or something like that, yeah. that rock pillar's gone. Mm. Um, and that goes for anything within the game. So if you go through a large, um, you know, I, I, very often within the series, they'll use like key blast um, to blast characters into like. Um, rock surfaces or into the ground and it creates like a big divot same thing happens in the game now it refreshes and that divot's not there but you know obviously they've got to deal with like processing power and stuff like that so i get that um frame rates and stuff but um the it's just like i could not say like the first like few hours of playing it and just realizing that you can do, you can like go and blast anything within this environment and it's mm-hmm. gone and just playing around with that is just phenomenal. Like it just blew me away that they actually put the time into that to make all the environment um, structurally like fall, you yeah. know, able to fall apart. Yeah. Um, it's essentially, it's, it's an RPG, very much an RPG. And it's, it's open world, but it's open world in a different way. They, they have large maps and then the, like your larger map your your overall area the entire area that exists within dragon ball z is broken up into several different maps so like to be able to to go to a different to be able to go to a different large area like a city or something like that you have mm-hmm. to fly up really high and then select a different city or 
you um you go to the menu and then like fast travel to a different city um but and i get that i get like the the technical reason for that um just because they put so much into those um it's got a bunch of side missions to it it's got um the 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 battles um the battle system they have into it is very reminiscent of ps4 spider-man in the sense that it's a button masher but it's a very intelligent button masher so you know there are a couple of buttons that you use regularly during the game um and but to be able to use your special moves there's a different menu that you have to open that menu slows down time use those special moves and then as you're working with other teammates um, or other characters that are on your side you're able to use their special moves in a way like um, with TN you can use solar flare that um, that will blind your opponents and while that's being blinded you could use like a Kamehameha from Goku and and you know do a lot more damage without risking being oh, able to I being mean, hit. if you Goku you're gonna do damage right yeah well that's that also that's <laughs> you know you're you're not you're not really set up to where the battles are easy even some of the like even some of the routine battles up until you like until you level up um are difficult so you know like the the side guys are just hanging around out there those those are a little somewhat challenging um until you till till you've gotten like um um past a point within that section of the story so so i mean it's you know um it's a great game i've spent 17 hours into it i'm on probably not even halfway through yet and it's probably going to be a 50 hour game for me yeah and i could not be more than happy with it um i'll definitely give you like a full review of it as soon as i'm done with it but cool that i i definitely would like to take a little dive into that um I'm kind of a one game guy though. Yeah. It's it's like if I'm doing something, I, I wanna commit to it like you know, it was nice. See it through. Yeah, I mean it's like like with Star Wars I was getting a little bit bored at first and then I was like, you know what? I nope nope gonna I'm I A pre ordered this and I paid for this, so I am going to play <laughs> this until it's done. But you know, um that's how it was with Spider Man too, but then you know, when Spider-Man, I was actual furloughs. That was nice that I could have free time to go ahead and play all that. So actually, I'm at the point now where I'm ready to pick Spider-Man back up. And I know you did the um, add-ons. You did yeah, the, the Fantastic DLC. Four and whatever the DLCs were. So yeah. I definitely I think I'm going to want to do the DLCs now. So Yeah, Hammerhead and um, the Black Cat. Or the yeah, Black Cat DLC. Yeah, those, those were fun. You'll you'll like those. Those are more challenging. They're a lot more challenging than the regular game is. Cool. Well, speaking of games, my uh, son Aiden was in another Smash Brothers tournament. Yeah, how'd that turn at out? At the, the Fine Higher Institute of Learning, Coastal Carolina University. <laughs> and uh, he um, made it to the semis. So Cool. So... Um, he, uh, he oughta because he spends enough time on it. So um, right now, well, he's... he finished like what, like fifth last time. Yeah. So, so he's he's increasing your rank. Yeah. So he's. I mean, and it, I guess it's pretty big on campus there. Obviously, I mean, obviously college. Hey man, you get a lot of. They're saying time. esports is going to be a lot bigger than than oh. even the Super Bowl. I, I mean, even right now, like Fortnite oh. championships sees more users. Oh, than I t- Super this Bowl is this is right so. I, I was listening to um, another podcast. 
And I think I told you this. I don't know if I ever told it, said it on the air or not. I think I told you this, though. But they were interviewing Mark Cuban. Yeah. And they said to Mark Cuban, who obviously is the owner of the Mavs, um, he's like, hey, um, right now if you had whatever, $20 million or whatever, would you invest in another, like in the NFL or in an MLB team or something like that? And he said no. No. He would, he would invest in esports. And I'm like thinking, and when I heard that, I was like, okay, first off, when this all came out, like first I was amazed that people wanted to sit down and watch, watch people play playing games. video games. But then again, <clears throat> today's society, I mean, that's, you know, I, it makes sense, I guess. But I just think, that, I mean, I will go on, if I'm stuck on something, yeah, I want to go see some gameplay. But to sit and tune in and watch someone play... Yeah, I do that with with games that like I I'm intrigued about, but I'm not like willing to go out and play it at least initially. Yeah, I'll I'll sit down and watch like the Markipliers and stuff like that. Go play those games and, before like, you buy it. Eh, even if I'm not like even sometimes like it's just it's a good story and I I'll watch them play it and like go live yeah. the story and like that's true. Especially that's like true. they provide like colorful commentary on it yeah. and stuff or colorful and, well, and, and I think that's the personality. That's the hook though. There's yeah. certain ones that do that, you know. So yeah, but so I mean obviously I thought that was a very interesting perspective that he puts out there. And you know what? It's true because I mean I was going through Best Buy the other day and next thing you know I'm looking it's like this is Team Ninja. This is Team So and so and they're now getting sponsored on their own boxes, use these headsets because this is this yeah. team uses this. This team uses this headset. This is the keyboard yeah. that so and so uses, and whatever it whatever it yeah. is. It's like I mean, it's like, gee, man, you know. It, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm all about it. great. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But they they should be getting their cut. Hey, we've talked about how big the video game market is, and it's either you know, the business that it is, and how huge it is, and everything. So yeah, good for them. But I do have a gripe though too. Um, when it comes to video games, and I'm very angry. Um, so, GameStop, mm-hmm. which obviously corners the market now when you go to buy video games, unless you're going to get them on Amazon. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, like, I don't think that it necessarily does anymore because people are downloading them digitally and stuff like that. Yeah, but see, I when you want to me, when you download it digitally, you, at that point, you're done. You know what I mean? So, like yeah. me, I I when I didn't have any responsibilities, I would go to GameStop, I would buy a used game. You have seven days to return it, and you get your money back, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I could take it home. I could beat it. Now you get store credit, which I'm fine with. Yeah, because you're so you just keep game. you just keep rolling it down as yeah. you go. And then of course you screw up, and one day you don't return, so you're stuck. Then you, you keep the game, or you go turn it back in for ten dollars or whatever it is. But GameStop, so I've been a GameStop like pro member or whatever it is to get the discounts, yeah, right? Yeah, me too. So. It started, and then a couple, two years ago, they had this super membership or whatever. Yeah. Of course, I got it because between me and my kids, we, we bought a, a ton of games, right? Well, GameStop realized, hey, you know what? We're not making any money on this. You guys are using it too much, and you're getting too good of it. Yeah, that one. It's the dead. Pro. It's dead, yeah. by the way. No, that's that's the big one. That's what I had. Yeah. So they, they then immediately, when the year might that expired, they said, well, now you're back to the other one. And I'm like, okay, so I'm back to the original GameStop one. I'm like, okay, so I go in, and they tell me, oh, your car's expired. Do you want to renew it? And I'm like, no. And the reason I don't is because now they've changed the program yet again. So now all you you get is um, $5 off every month. 
and you uh, can't carry it over. You can't build it up. You have to spend five dollars a month. So you don't get like the the points on the the online system. Well, anymore, you may or... get po- you may get points still because you, you used but to. You, everyone gets points as long. You can still just get a card to get. Yeah, points no, no, yeah. The the only the only thing that's benefited about this one is because you get the extra money off of like used games and stuff. Exactly. So the yeah, whole point so is, I mean, before you used to get used games cheaper too. Like yeah. by a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They they have created it to a point now where it's like, you know what? No, I'm not doing this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like when I do go and buy, it's usually uh, periods of time. So I may not go to GameStop for two months, but yeah. it, but then I'll go and then I'll go in and I'll spend a yeah. hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, you I know? Told, it's like I told Andrea, like there's only like three games I really want to play this year. It's the the Dragon Ball Z game. The Final Fantasy game that's coming out, and then maybe like Cyberpunk. Yeah, Cyberpunk definitely. Yeah, but definitely want to play. Um, you know that that's those, and that's the extent of what I play. Like it's not like, you know, I'm going in and, and like trading in games every week. Um, yeah. But see, we but, would though. I mean, I mean, oh I yeah, yeah. If I was single and didn't have yeah. kid or anything like that, exactly. then yeah. And the other thing too is if you want to try something. Yeah. So if I wanted to try a game and have a real try, I don't want to go to Redbox and pay four ninety nine. Yeah, it's not like you get the, the yeah. It's not like you get the demos like we you know the, oh, like back we in used the day. to get. Yeah. yeah, but you don't get those anymore either. Yeah, you know, you PlayStation Plus will give you some BS game that was decent five years ago for free mm-hmm. every month. But um, yeah, so it just it's just like and again, what you're saying is going digital, right? Which I, I don't care about going digital. But when I have a copy of the game, that there is some value that I can still get out of the game. But now GameStop has taken it to the point now. It's like you pay fifty nine ninety nine for a game, and then if you take it back and turn it back into them within like a month, you'll get probably like forty bucks. bucks. No, you get yeah. like forty. But then after that, yeah, it's like automatically you're down to twenty, and then they're turning around and putting it on the shelf for like forty. Which I get. I'm not a. Yeah, I, I get that. You, I completely you, you support. You gotta get a profit off of it. Get all that. Yeah. I get all that. But the whole point is, it's like it's just like they've gotten to the point now. GameStop's gonna go out of business. Oh yeah, they already are. I mean, they, like, they're going out got, of business. Oh, the two stores are decently close to us. One of them's closing. Goose so, Creek's closing. Yeah. yeah. Goose, Goose Creek's closing. So, I, I just they're making a mistake. I yeah. just like I liked having the ability to be able to. You know, parlay things, go in on the double day, you get extra for this, extra for this. If you turn in three games, you get this type of deal and whatever. I think and, a combination and, between that and, and just the culture, like like I said, I mean, people are moving to more digital culture, like, and not even like just digital, like safe space, but like, you know, physical space on like their shelf yeah. or whatever. But digital, like, I don't want to leave the house. I'd rather order something on yeah. Amazon or like get a, like, the, like, even if I don't, go on to the PlayStation store and download something directly. The next step would probably be like to get, unless I pre-ordered something like this, the next step would be to go get the download code off of GameStop's website. Yeah. That way I could get the points off of it and then maybe use the points as something. Yeah, get a coupon. But then the other thing down, they used to give you like rewards. You could go, now all you can use those points for is to get like a coupon. And then if you use the points... For coupon for a new game, you don't get the same dollar value if you use it towards a used game. game. Yeah, and I it's like, sweet cow, you know what? 
it's like enough is enough. I mean, and they're killing themselves. But the whole point is, it's like whatever. But the other thing, you you want to download a game? Though that's the other thing too. So like, say Friday night, like, oh yeah, I really want to play NHL tonight, right? Yeah. Well, let's go download it. Yeah, ten gigabytes. Okay, later. so we'll, we'll we'll come back tomorrow and play. Yeah. You know, you have to do it at night, overnight, so that it comes. You know, so whatevs. Yeah. But all right, I'm done. I'm yeah. Done, I'm done with the yeah, done with the, the GameStop rant. Sorry. No worries. Um, Dan, we have questions today. No, no, I, I I didn't even get a chance to text him today. Yeah. I've been I've been a little bit busy, and I know that um, I haven't heard from him this week, so he's I don't know what he's up to, but. Um, no we'll, worries. We'll definitely, um, we we will uh, get back into the swing of it next week for sure, and I'm sure Danley will have a question. We just need to probably set up and have Danley on. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we really do. Um, and just have him on, to especially do with uh, the the Kevin Smith yeah. movie being released on DVD now. Yep. So we gotta have him on to discuss that. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so I mean that's that's pretty much it for the yeah. the podcast. Um, if you like the podcast, if you enjoy talking, listening to us talk about nonsense for an hour and a half, <laughs> make sure to go through and like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, yeah. read it, all that good stuff. Um, helps people find us. Uh, it really does. So um, until next time, this has been the Nerd Force Podcast. <laughs>